Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, gorgeous Glamour Gang. How are you? Welcome to our podcast. This is Glamour. This is Hey, It's Okay. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Glamour. Come and join us in the pod cupboard for some very full and frank discussion on all sorts of utter nonsense, to be quite honest with you. It's just the stuff that we need to get off our chest in the Glamour office. And we've got an absolute belter of a guest today. I can't wait. Hello, James Williams. Hello, Joe Elvin. Have you got yourself together? I have, yes. I'm uh, I, I'm ready to do this again. I can't even remember what episode we are now. Are we still no, doing this? How is it? About 590. I know. Or something. It's nearly started, a year, though. It started as a bit of a joke. It's actually turned into be something quite... Very serious. We're taking on the road very soon at the podcast <laughs> festival. We really Don't are. Don't mock it. Please, yes. Come and see us on September 16th. We're yeah. going... We're part of a festival lineup, Joe. It's like Glastonbury of podcasts. But before we start bragging about that, yes. I, I mean... I, honest to God, I am so starstruck today. <laughs> Do you know who's in this pod cupboard, everybody? I'm very excited because I'm a bit of a baker and a cook and a big fan of it's Bake Off. So. only Nadia Actual Hussain. I've never had a nonsense conversation in a cupboard before, so oh. this is well, fun. Well, you know, but it's me. pretty much standard <laughs> behaviour around here. Welcome to Hey It's Okay. You'll get used to it. We get paid for this. <laughs> I mean, that's the scandal. Right? <laughs> How are you? I'm really good. You Thank look you. fabulous as always. Yeah, tired, makeup, lots of makeup, just no, really tired. No, you're super annoying. You're super <laughs> annoyingly gorgeous. Oh. It's always been the way. You're too kind, but like I haven't slept in five years. So. Oh, yeah, oh, well. The, the gift of kids, hey? Maybe, yeah, kids, kids and makeup. How many kids have you got again? I've got three kids. What? Well, that was Last crazy. Yeah. yeah, three. Three. The eldest is nearly 11. Wow. Right. And he's nearly as tall as I am, so it's really, really weird. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's like a person. I've got one child and she's 12. At, at the time of recording it, it's her birthday on the weekend and it is it's, it's like an actual human yeah it's weird i know it's really odd because like you have them and i was 20 when i had my first and 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 he the doctor gave him to me and i was like oh and i handed over to my mom and i said so i've got to keep him alive yeah i know yeah, scary like, right human i always tell the story the first morning i got home from hospital and it was about five o'clock in the morning and i think i was dreaming that i was on an airplane and I could hear this baby crying. That was you trying to get away. And, it, and in my dream, oh. in my dream, I was half asleep, half awake going, oh, I wish someone had shut that baby. And then I remembered it was my baby. Yes. And I had to get up and do it. Yes. <laughs> oh. That was reality. Wow. Yes. We're talking of babies, though. Yeah. You've got a new one, a new book. Do you like yeah. what I did there? I love a that. Seamless love that. link. I'm holding it. It, 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 it is a joy to look at. Nadia's British Food Adventure. 
it, it's out now, right? It is. It's out. It's out. Yeah. It's absolutely joyous. It's got that. I want to go home and make this immediately on every page. I feel, I feel like I put on weight just reading it. That's yeah. Especially there's a sweet section which yeah. is very dangerous. Always got to have a sweet section. That's great. I mean, that's isn't that what a cookbook's supposed to do? You suppose, yes. You know, I want someone to pick it up and say, you know, I want to make everything in here, and that's fantastic. Do you think I'm the only person who reads recipe books in bed? No, no, I do. I do. Re- oh, I recipes like my porn. That's I, literally, I, I read a cookbook yeah. like some people do dirty things. With I thought you said to... recipe is like porn. I was like, what? Oh, no, sorry. Like, so recipe books are like, like my theme. porn. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like some yeah. people like have like a, a yeah, thing yeah. in bed. I just sit there and read recipe books because I'm a real hot. loser. Like and they think, yeah. oh, I'm going to make that one day and then yeah. sometimes get around to it. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's tied to the television show, British Food Adventure. Tell me about it. What What was the impetus behind this book and show? I think, I'm really lucky because I'm a part of lots of different worlds and I'm British. And I think I've spent my whole life trying to work out what is being British to me. And a massive part of being British is food. And mm. I think that's where that need to write this book came. And I, I love writing. I've been writing since I was seven and I have, you know, I've never stopped. And that's my kind of almost my therapy. And when when I got the opportunity, I thought, you know what, I'm not going to write. I, and I never write without purpose. There has to be a reason why I write, you know, why I'm writing. So, um, for me, it just seemed like the right thing to do because I'm always asking myself that question, like what makes me British? And I probably will ask my, myself that question the rest of my life and um, I, I may never have a definitive answer, but God, I'm having a great time trying to find out. And exploring and, you know, it. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, in the process, I've managed to, you know, I've realised that British cuisine is not just pie and mash. Uh, you know, it's not just fish and chips. Well, can I just tell you, I was very excited to see you've done a take on the Welsh cake because that's a I proud have. Welsh man. I, I was know. like, yes, putting Welsh cakes on the map. But now you've done something slightly controversial. I'm not sure my late grandmother would approve. Is it, but what have you done with them? You've done them quite so, you know, Welsh cakes are traditionally, they've got raisins in them. Yes. So I've kind of made them much smaller. So really, really small. And I've, because traditionally they're quite a big sized yeah. kind of cake, aren't they? And I've made them really small. And I've taken the raisins out, put blueberries in, Ooh. and then added fennel. Burn wow. her. She's crazy. Burn cool. her. Wild. <laughs> Wild. I'm hoping. The Welsh people would be up in arms, Nadia, about this lunacy. I know. I mean, I think that's that's the joy of cooking, I think. And sometimes we're not all, I mean, not everyone's brave enough or daring enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take this classic and I'm going to turn it into something a yeah. little bit different. You know, the integrity of a lot of the recipes and where they've come from are still there. The difference is I've taken them and might have put them, turned them on their head a little bit. Because the minute you laugh when people get really angry about messing with classic recipes. Like there was that whole fracas recently about Nigella put cream in a linguine well, or something. I like, I like that yeah, you've, yeah. you've taken on the lamington and I'm Australian. Oh. So no, I can't no. wait. To it's like you, you wrote this like, book for me and I Joe in that. mind. I feel like you guys have lured me into this cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come here. Yes. No, you know what's interesting? Having come from Australia and I've lived, this has been my home for 25 years. I'm a citizen now. I've got the purple passport and I'm not letting it go. <laughs> Brexiters, I'm having it. But um, it's, you know, when you think, oh, I'd really like to go and live in London. Nobody says, I can't wait to go to London because I hear the food's amazing. Yeah. But I think that has changed. Me too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think whilst writing the book and filming the series, what I learned was that when you... I, asked, I started off by asking myself, what is British cuisine? And if you put that into a search engine, it'll tell you that it's a set of culture, um, it's a set of um, skills and etiquette. And come on, it's not just no, that. That is no. such a grey area that is, you know, just to say that you cannot, um, you can't 
call British cuisine something that is so vague. It's not that vague. It's so colourful. And actually going out and being able to look and find some of the stuff that I found was absolutely phenomenal. And then to, it just made writing the book and filming the series so much easier. It, it's also such a lazy sort of cliche, I think, when people always say, oh, British food is terrible. You know, it's one of those really obvious things, I think, that people just cling to. And I, I, I genuinely don't think it's true. Maybe I'm, I'm obviously biased. Oh, but listen, I think... my first week here, I ordered a pizza and got sweet corn on it. And that doesn't <laughs> happen anymore. And I, to me, that's the symbol that things have gotten so much better We've come since a long I moved way. Yeah, 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 I'm proud of you, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, and but, so tell me about the TV show. What will we? Be, what's happening on that? So it's eight, um, eight parts, um, and it's half an hour, and then it sees me going out. So I'll be cooking in my kitchen, but then I go out and I meet food, food producers and people who have taken something that's quite ordinary and then done something a little bit extraordinary with it. And I've met a woman in Wales who makes rose water, the only person in the country who makes wow. Welsh rose water. Wow. I mean, see, I didn't nothing, know about this. Exactly. Thank so you. there's nothing wrong with putting blueberries in the Welsh cakes. That's I'm going to try saying. them. I'm going to try before I judge, as, as, it, as it should be. Give them a go. It didn't um, sound like you were going to do that. I am. No, yeah. I really am. I'm quite You've excited. You've got to let me know how that works I out will. for I'm you. I will. I'm going to. Good. Uh, but, the, you know, and then, you know, I travelled up to Scotland and met a forager who can make an actual curry that has got no spices in it, but just out of foraged leaves. Wow. wow. Exactly. That's mad. Exactly. And that's what... That's what just did it taste like? Like a curry. It was a mushroom curry. Wow. It was bizarre, but... I mean, nothing like the curry that I would cook or that I've grown up Seems on. like a lot of effort. <laughs> it is a lot of effort. But yeah. you know what's lovely is that you meet people who are a little bit mad and who are really into, you know, really are passionate about what they do. Yeah. And that's what's lovely because I got to meet them and it didn't feel like I was going and filming with people I didn't know. I just, we just got straight into it and we had a good time. And it, you know, it's for me, it's really nerve wracking because it's my first series. Um, but to be able to write the book and do the series at the same time, it just eased me in so well. And I had such a good time. And for me, like I said, I always do something. If it, if it has purpose, then I'll do it. And that's what it felt like at the end, but I got some answers. But you've always, and I mean, you're, I, I know you're going to sort of like deflect this compliment because that's what you are, but you've always had a television presence even from the first day is that something that you know that has surprised you that you know because you do come across so well on television yeah um yeah I, yeah I think it has surprised me I didn't you know when you go in you don't like I suffer with panic disorder and it's so debilitating sometimes and other days it's just a little niggle and I can just get on with life but other days you know some days I can't get out of bed so mm. for me my husband you know he said look you know you've spent eight nine years at home with the kids you have practically given us everything that you can and just you've lost yourself in the process and I think that comes with being a wife and a mother and being a stay-at-home mum and and I think he'd he'd forgotten what who I was and and he said look you need to do something away from me and so that's what I did and I went I didn't go on there to win a bakery show I went on because I could do a Victoria Sponge <laughs> and that's all it was and and he but, just he just you could do this but I love the fact that you suffer from that kind of disorder which can be so crippling and yeah. then you go on the biggest rated I TV know. show to cook on TV I, I mean know. that is amazing in a way you've got some major kahunas there girl it's yeah, amazing I didn't well when, when my husband said look I'm gonna apply and I think you should do it and I said no I'm not gonna get in and then I'm gonna be really depressed <laughs> and then I got in and I said so what am I supposed to do now okay <laughs> got in and he said to go and do thanks it thanks for making me do this yeah. and then yeah. he said go and do it and he said just don't get kicked out week one because that'd be really embarrassing oh my god yeah confidence boost <laughs> does it feel like forever ago now bake off it does I mean, it's nearly two years now yeah. it's been nearly two years so i can't quite believe where two years have gone but i have done some of the most amazing things and i've everything i've done has scared me witless 
And um, that's something I learned about myself was that I never used to scare myself. I used to do things that were safe and that's what I've learned about myself and with anyone suffering with panic disorder is sometimes you need to come outside of your comfort bubble mm. and then you need to scare yourself just a little bit. It's so, good to scare yourself. You have yeah. that Tina, is that Tina Fey, the quote you always come out oh, with? Oh, it's like her her, t- her quote that I love is just say yes and you'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. It's one of my favourite like quotes. That. But when you are thinking, oh, I'm terrified and I'm, you know, but I'm going to make myself do this, what's the thought process? What do you tell yourself to get out the door Uh, so to speak I always say what would you tell the kids right (laughs) because what we always lie to our kids isn't that what parenting is we always tell them it's going to be okay and don't be scared we tell them that because but they are going to be scared Mm -hmm. and it is terrifying but we always lie to them to make them feel better because we want them to believe in themselves and I spent my whole life telling myself you know I didn't do what I did with my kids I never lie I never said to myself look you'll be fine just do it I used to tell remind myself that the truth is you're scared and you are going to fail miserably and that's the difference. I've, that's what I do now is I, I'm, I'm much better par- parent for it because I'm not lying anymore. You know, like I'm actually saying, you know what? You are going to be scared. I tell my kids all the time, it's scary and you're going to be scared. And there are things that are going to happen in life that are going to scare you witless. But do it because there is so much, it's so much nicer to be on the other side of fear. And, and have you had the experience? Have you just found that, you know, you thought you were going to fail and you didn't? Or sometimes I think it's important to fail and realize that actually you're still going to be breathing yeah. at the other side of that. Yeah, I think sometimes you think when you fail, that's it. The world is going to yeah. stop and everything will be over. Um, and it's like when you're on a diet and you eat a packet of crisps <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's it. I'm off. I'm off. I can't do this anymore. And then you realize, no, you can just get have a salad. You'll be fine. Yeah. And that's it. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. Have a salad. You'll be fine. Exactly. That good, is a good life good, philosophy. Good words oh, to yeah. live by. Yeah. Or cake. Yeah. <laughs> a cake question. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> ready for this Nadia I am this is like proper real glamour chat now mm-hmm. we'll be gentle this, no, not really no this is no Nadia picked this topic which I think is a hot potato and a can of worms yes. all kind of like congealed into one love it uh, so is it okay guys to say no to going to that friend's wedding or the hen do or the baby shower do we have to feel guilty about that no <laughs> Next, next topic. Yeah. No, don't go. I have, um, at first, I remember I used to make up lots of excuses and lie and say, oh, I've got this going on. Or like I had a baby six years ago, so I can't possibly come. Yeah, you yeah. know, lots of really feeble excuses. And now I just say, nope. Don't send me the invite because I don't want to go. Yeah. And that's it. I just don't turn up. Because... That is harsh. But you, you're quite you're quite upfront with saying you're not going. You don't, yeah. you don't just not show up. No. You say from the get-go, no, I'm not going. No, I'm not going. And there's know. no exceptions. Apart from immediate blood relatives. Right. And I have one brother left to get married and one brother-in-law. And they're the only two weddings that I will ever <laughs> attend. I will never attend anything else. I think you and I may be on the same side of the fence here. And that I think you're either someone who's really into weddings or really not. And I'm sorry, I love you and I'm really happy for your union, but I just don't get off on them. And some people do. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, I just, I don't know. It seems a very... It depends, doesn't it? it sometimes they can be so long. There's always I, dry I, chicken. The, t- the timing you know, of weddings. <laughs> that, that dry chicken, that yeah. dry chicken. You do get yeah. bad food and they're too long. Like some people yeah. start their weddings at like 11 in the morning. No, start it at like four o'clock. So you, yeah. I just think if you start a wedding that early, you're just basically serving everyone up to be rat-ass drunk far too quickly and peak too soon. And then it's yeah. probably be... not at a Muslim wedding, right? No, so, yeah. because I mean like South Asian weddings, they yeah. tend to be really big and you don't know everybody. And like yeah. my own wedding was something like two thousand people oh my god i didn't know any of them the only people i knew were my parents my i didn't even know my husband very well so. i don't know if i would have shown up to my wedding I if there was two thousand no, no, no. that's like 
I would have, um, I could have easily got married on Skype. It would have worked better for me. I mean, me. that's like, that's like a dream I have where they sort of like strap a guitar on me and throw me out on stage <laughs> and I know I can't sing or dance. That would, that would wow. feel like that to me. Yeah, that, it's quite scary. And I think that's what's put me off because yeah. they are so big and they're, they're not fun because they're just, there's too much happening. And I think with me, I don't like weddings now because I don't like being told what to do because when it's, when it's the wedding, I think bride and groom are always really, they're the ones that control every aspect of the wedding. And then they're like, well, if you turn up at four, we'll feed you at seven o'clock. And you just have to sit there and take it. Oh. And I can't cope with that. Yeah. Like, I just can't. And now I just make it a thing. I'm like, no, I am not turning up. I don't get invites anymore, which is a good place to be. Yeah. Um, and do you feel the same way about things like, you know, like 30th and 40th birthday parties and all that? Because that, that's what I'm going through at the moment. You know, everyone's kind of turning... 40 and um mm-hmm. so you know and, and they're getting more and more elaborate and i say that because I, I started it because i took everyone off to mykonos for mine but now nice. so i'm going to bali and ibiza for and two now four... you, i bet you don't want to go anymore you're like well <laughs> i don't like, want to go but it's not exactly cheap that's the oh. problem so but you know obviously i do want to go and i'm treating it as my holidays but it does feel like now even like going back to the wedding thing it's like it's not just the wedding it's the stags and the hens and it's not it's not a local down your pub sort of stag or hen it's no. some elaborate trip somewhere and, 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 and this is where i think it's fine to just say no because i don't understand understand why the Hindu is now the hen weekend or three day and then mm. there's all the things you know everybody's got to organize all this extra enforced activity around all of these because organizing a wedding is exhausting enough you don't yeah. need to organize another thing on top of yeah. it i just think why are you make it work for yourself yeah no i just <laughs> yeah i just don't get invites anymore nobody cares about so me. when your children one day in the future get married will it be the 2000 I mean, I may turn up to their wedding, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Maybe I'll think about it. I've got a few yeah. years. I yeah. might make an exception. Maybe. We'll see. I love yeah. it. You're on the fence, so that's amazing. Yeah, yeah like no, it. like, if they're going for the whole 2000 thing, not happening. Well, you know, I mean, if you can find something nice to wear, if you can't. Mm, also, they'll expect you to cater it, won't they? Make the, make the wedding cake and all that kind of no stuff. No doubt I'll be paying for it. Um, <laughs> and if I'm paying for it, then I'm going to say, well, I don't need to come then, do I? I've done my bit. Also, if you're paying for it, you do not want 2000 people there. No, that catering exactly. bill is not cheap. No. Actually, speaking of, you've touched on something there. Do you find now everybody wants you to cook for them like yes yeah well, not, not necessarily i think everybody wants cake so even when, the queen wanted a cake by nadia and yeah, she got one i mean yeah, that's it yeah. now you've done that that's it the benchmark set yeah, pretty high so right? we kind of have to do most birthday cakes in the family um but in my house like you know how if, if you turn up at my mom's house she always has samosas samosas and a cup of tea and that's traditional okay. so that's which is lovely sweet nice. and salty and spicy yeah. it's all really nice but if somebody if somebody turns up at my house i have four cake stands and there's always something in each one and what's your address <laughs> you yeah. there's always cake i can give you everything oh my god it's can, dangerous to yeah, know you nadia i can give you cake for sure wow does, does it, it ever stop being a passion though you know is it, are you worried about people you know grinding you down with <laughs> making <laughs> making the passion the chore do you know what i mean no i think what's lovely is that i get to recipe test and create new recipes and then i tidy up and clearly i'm mad as a box of frogs because i'll tidy up and then i'll say right what shall i bake and i'll have cooked bake like seven or eight different things and the kids are like what are you doing like they and sometimes I think it's I'm it's it's passion mixed with lunacy a little bit. <laughs> I think there's sort of the two sides of the same coin sometimes. Maybe. But also, and I understand yeah. why you haven't got time to go to anyone's wedding. You're, yeah. you're just constantly baking. Exactly. So you know, so. that's when they get to ask for a wedding cake, and I'm like, right, I can do that. <laughs> But I'm not coming. I'm not coming or eating it. So but. I think it's totally fine to say no to the wedding. But I don't know if I'd have quite the balls of Nadia Hussain to say no. no. I think I'd definitely come up with some 
airtight yeah. excuse that sounded plausible. It's a case by case for me. I, yeah. I made a pact a long time ago that I now only go to weddings of people I genuinely love. Because you yes, do tend that's to get always a good. I think they're expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. They're a hassle. And you know, you don't mind doing that for somebody you genuinely care about. Somebody you genuinely, genuinely want to see. You know, marry the, the, the love of their life. You want to be there. Yeah. But if it's somebody you've kind of met a few times, or to be there is a, a Facebook acquaintance, you yeah. don't really need to be there, do no. you? And it's a lot of money, and then you get a bit resentful. So I'm kind of halfway house here. Oh, well, that's not very in the spirit of the podcast. No, I know, but I'm, I'm going to let you get away with it. Nadia's rule. Nope. Nadia's rule. She says no. No. Nope. You <laughs> don't happening. go. Don't go. Not happening. Not happening. And now it is the law. It's final. Yes. Yeah. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I, f- I feel like I know what Nadi's going to say. This, based on the last topic, is it okay to enjoy being alone? I, mean, I don't know who came up with this topic, but obviously the fact that it even exists means that some people feel guilty about enjoying being alone, but I don't. Yeah. No, I definitely don't feel guilty about being alone, but I think since I've been a mother, I think that's where I feel the most guilt as a mother. And I think a lot of there's a lot of woman on woman hate and like you have these conversations and you sit in play group and 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 sit with the kids and you hear about all the different conversations and they're all sitting sometimes you sit there and a couple of conversations I've heard and they're like oh well, you know we spend every moment together and this is what we do and I, I'm never away from my child well, I'm that's like, protesting too come much on. Yeah. yeah then yeah. you're like mm-hmm. yeah yeah course you don't you know so it's just a bit um I struggled I know very early on when I had the kids the thought of leaving them alone because somebody else would know I'm leaving them alone scared me more than actually leaving them alone. Oh my God, that's like, really terrible. Yeah. yeah. So it was more about what everybody else would think as opposed to the fact that I needed a bit of time away from the kids. So, um, Wow. I, yeah, I don't ever feel, I don't know. I, I used to really, I'd probably get a couple of hours a week and not two hours together where somebody would come in and say, why don't you just go and do your own thing? And I never felt guilty about that because mm. it's full on. Yeah. It's so full on. Being a parent, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as a non-parent though, I, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. And actually that, this ties into our last topic, but uh, I do think it's true. There's a bit of sort of parent guilt and shaming because 
going back to the wedding thing, um, you know, when people get told, I've got some friends who get really offended when they're invited to weddings and told it's a child-free wedding. And then I've got some friends who literally rejoice and can't wait to book their hotel and get away yeah. from their kids for a night. I'm going to put my hand up for that one. Yeah. 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 But, you know, so I'm, I think you're totally right. I think there really is that weird thing that some people actually think it's you, there's, it's a terrible sort of, you know, refle- you know reflection of your parenting that you want to be away from your child for a do night. Do you know what I should do? I should send the kids to the wedding. <laughs> then I get my alone time and they get to go to the wedding. And they're well, like representing you. Yeah. They can deliver the cake. Exactly. They can do all of that and I could be at home. But do you, I'm sure, you, I don't think you have to be a parent to have this phenomenon where you occasionally find myself at home when the daughter now has her own social life that's much more raging than mine. The husband's, mm-hmm, at, husband's mm-hmm. at work. And I suddenly think, oh my God, I'm on my own and there's nobody phoning me or talking to me. And I get kind of a bit, little bit giddy with not knowing what to do because yeah. it, it's so what rare. What do you do with yourself? <laughs> I, I I kind of implode with the possibilities and do nothing and then maybe <laughs> by put, then they're back and then put on a load of laundry and you know and then that's that's my life that's I mean <laughs> yeah time. I um you know I, I don't feel bad at all but just because you, you do sometimes think oh you know I should be out there embracing life but yeah you know, there's, there's something to be said for just being yeah. at home on your own on your sofa that's yeah. that's living life too I think I used to feel really bad because I used to spend I was a stay-at-home mom so I spent pretty much all day every day with them and you know to the point where you know you're sat on the loo and they're like mommy can I I stop locking the door mommy (laughs) can I come in you're on the loo they're on your lap you're like this is fun is this what it's all about and then you just kind of you're so engrossed in your children that you almost forget that you need that time alone and now I'm not at home with them as much I feel even more guilty when I don't when I when I do want some alone time because now I don't see them that often. So it's kind of, it's kind of, I'm between two. So I still, I know when I do have alone time, I still feel really guilty about it. But I also find that I only realized recently, I think I did a quiz in Glamour magazine where, <laughs> um, you know, it, people would be surprised because I'm, you know, I'm confident. I'm quite happy to chat in front of a crowd and all of those sorts of things. But I am quite introverted. I realized that there's, I get to a point in a day or a week where I physically need a little bit of, almost like a reboot and a bit of a downtime alone time yeah, yeah i really do but i think as well because of your job you've always got somebody needing to come and see you about something yeah. don't you that's so you know you do have a lot of face time so i would imagine yes. yeah alone time for you was probably is a bit of a sanctuary sometimes yeah. not, not much just a, almost like um being a phone plugged in i just need a bit of a recharge <laughs> sometimes and yeah. what what does it is that just that moment to have a breath you know yeah. do you think it's one of those things as well i think it, it, again we're going to blame poor, poor old social media we're going to yeah. blame it, but i think you know i think on instagram you're supposed to be living this full you know amazing life like full of adventures and going out there seizing it and partying and festival yeah. and I, I look at things like Glastonbury now and I'm like nope I'm quite happy watching it on my sofa on my own yeah. you know what I mean yeah, and I yeah. think it's actually an age when thing you, when you get texts and say what you haven't done an Instagram story today it's like no <laughs> who I'm, does that oh. yeah Instagram story it's it's quite a lot of fun yeah. if you're doing oh, yeah, no, but, who, but, but someone, texting someone you? texts you to tell you to do it <laughs> yeah like are you not doing an Instagram story wow. today it's like no it's like well that's no good it's like well what do you want to see I have done nothing but laundry today I'm enjoying so, my alone time yeah I'm enjoying my alone time Wow, mm. that's that's when you know you're a social media star when people are like angry with you. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, where's that Instagram where's story? That Insta story? It's like, I think my followers are like, you know, so like, oh, there she is again after two days. Yeah, <laughs> no one cares if I turn up or not. But if you're Nadia, don't you yeah. dare be thinking about not doing an Insta story. Well, in that case, I will document every bit of laundry, <laughs> yeah, every bit of toilet cleaning it's that into, I do. There's another TV show in that, surely. I think so, yeah, I think so. Yeah, a ratings winner, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. 
the, the great British laundry off. No, no nah. I, I, honestly, they're developing it right they now. They really I are. Bet you. I'm copywriting no. as you speak. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, we're all in agreement a bit today, aren't we? Yeah, so we, we all, are. yeah, we're all happily being alone. Although I'm enjoying your company right oh, now. I did not yes. want to have a fight with Nadia. I couldn't go on. No, uh, you. Yeah. I love a girl with an opinion, and she's got yeah. one. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay Nadia and James to put something on your to-do list just to tick it off just to have that little satisfying well it's to, to me I'm not a to-do list to doer no, I think that because I've raised three kids I'm like this superhuman and I'm like I made them <laughs> and I am keeping them alive so my brain works perfectly fine I am going to use it and expend every bit of energy keeping this list in my head and I think it's partly because I think I'm superhuman and partly because it's pure defiance towards my husband who has a <laughs> list for everything now just to give you a kind of example of what kind of lists he does so he will he'll keep like on his notes on his phone he'll have a list but before I finished my working day and I've got home, he will send me a list and say, these are the things that we need to talk about that need actioning tonight. Wow. Oh my, wow. The chairman of the board has spoken. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that is, that's so that's he, impressive. So yeah. I mean, as much as I'd like to do a list, I just won't out of pure defiance. You know, I would, it's defiance. Yeah. It's like, no, you know what? You have your list and I have my head. And does it make him really tense that you won't do a list? Yes. Yeah. He's like, why don't you put everything down on a list so you can tick it off? And, and he will... He will even put things like drop the kids off to school. Tick. Yeah, well, you don't want to drop the ball on that one, no. I mean, no. It's easily yeah. forgotten. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. literally what we're talking about, isn't yeah. it? Do, doing something on your, writing something on your list just so you can tick it off. That's pretty much there, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. like saying, get up. The world yeah. is, yeah. you know. The world is divided into, into list writers and list Absolutely. deniers. And I'm a list denier. Me too. You know why? I cannot actually, I used to work with a woman, Kath Brown. Hi, Kath. I know you. <laughs> she was my first proper boss. And, and she... She used to get so upset, like your husband, that she used to think, how can you remember everything? Why won't you write it down? And we used to have these furious fights about whether or not I would do a list. What she didn't appreciate is if I write a list, nothing stresses me out more than, than having a black and white list see of it all. everything yeah. I've got to do. do. I can't bear it. No. It yeah. is funny because I'm with you. I'm not a list maker. But I, when I recently got promoted, I thought, right, I'm going to be really organized now. And I, and I started for the first two days. I did start doing like the to-do list. Up. And I did. I actually crossed everything out. And it was quite a nice feeling, actually. Mm -hmm. so, so I will say there's something for it, maybe. But to be honest, it lasted two days. No, and I haven't made one since. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I, but but you're, do... you're younger than me. I used to have a really amazing memory. And I don't now. So every now and again... I put on Facebook a little while ago, I wrote a list today. Hmm. have to admit that works a bit, doesn't it? But, uh, because I do forget things more now than I did. I have all that yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. 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 Somebody made a really good point the other day as well. They said basically now your um, email inbox is almost your uh, to-do list or slash checklist. Yeah, that's if true. If you think about it, most things mm -hmm. now come to you via email. You're, even if you have a conversation with somebody, you'll say, oh, email me about it. So if you think yeah. about it, you go through your inbox and that's pretty much your list of things you've got to get at the door right yeah or you have to deal with so i'm a I big believer just to chat to my mates there is that too that, yeah. uh, um that's what whatsapp's for joe but you know um yeah so i think it really you could embrace that in a way i suppose i, I mean I've, tr I've tried doing the list thing and i i've done it and then i've shown my husband because i was so proud of my list i was like <laughs> look i've done a list and this look at it and he's like yeah you haven't really done it very well you should <laughs> so he then doesn't think my lists are done well or does he have like an excel spreadsheet yes like, oh my god you're kidding yes he does so just during bake-off just this is how pedantic this man is <laughs> love him love him but during bake-off he 
wrote down every single recipe that they did and put it in an ex- in every single series, which was up to six, you know, five series. And then he tried to guess which what technical it could potentially be. Oh my and God. he never got it right. Oh, it's his game. He oh, was trying also, to help. That, that, is, that is true love. Yeah, it, I it think is. that's amazing. Yeah, but then he did say, don't get kicked out week one because that would be so <laughs> embarrassing. I think he was trying to save himself a little bit. I as mean, well. what's good about this today is I have had this. I mean, your husband is obviously so lovely and he's so handsome. So handsome. Yeah, he's all right. But <laughs> we now know he's not perfect. And he's that's a massive list really maker. making yeah. me feel better. <laughs> I mean, he's really lovely and really handsome, but he's a list maker. I mean, I, I mean, know. come on. I know. How he found a wife. I was going to say, good job he's taken because that I would know. be a, a, a real buzzkill on Tinder. On the shelf. I mean, yeah. come on. He won the love lottery. Let's <laughs> face it. He totally did. did. But he also, did. So, oh, he doesn't seem to put on weight. How is that possible? Do you I think, know. Do you just give away all the cakes? Does cooking. he not eat them? Yeah, he thinks it's disgusting. <laughs> he doesn't even look to the book. He's done. Um, no, he runs seven and a half miles every single day so he can wow. eat cake. Yeah, okay. every day. He runs so is he can eat cake. Is that the secret? Yeah, yeah. Seven, wow, that's pretty yeah. impressive. If it, he always says, if it's going in, then it's got to come out. That, so he, that, he that just, almost makes up for the list making. But it almost. Not quite. Almost, but he eats everything I make and usually is really complimentary and likes everything. So that always helps. So yeah. he's my like official taste tester. What, what's the favourite family dish? From the new book as well. Is there, is there a new thing they've discovered? Like? They absolutely love the crispy uh, chocolate tart. So it's like a crisp... Cat, cat, our social media editor who's normally producing the podcast, not here today, yeah. is one of your biggest fans and she made it. Yeah. And she said it's amazing. But yes. wait a second, isn't there salted crisps in it? The base is made out of salted crisps. <laughs> you're the devel. You really, I know. Yeah. You really, I are, know. You're really are playing with us, aren't you? It's Disguised like... in a headscarf. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to be, I keep saying to my husband, oh, there's the nicest looking strawberry and mint baked cheesecake in there that I want to make. And he said, I know you keep going on about just it. Make but it. Just, just I, make it. Yeah, I know. I, but I've wanted to keep the book here until yeah. we'd seen you. So. That and popcorn yeah. mussels. So, yeah. What? So, mussels taken out of their shell and dipped in a batter and then fried. Wow. Uh, I call them popcorn because you can eat them like popcorn. Wow. By the end of testing, we had literally eaten half the ocean. It was shocking how much. The kids kept saying, and my kids have become really sneaky. They say, oh, mommy, I think that didn't have enough salt. Could you recipe test that again, please? <laughs> that means they want some more. more. Like, have you converted somebody with one of your sort of Jedi mind trickery cookery? Like these sort of, I can imagine that might even persuade people who don't like mussels to eat mussels. Yeah, I think quite often with things like curries um, you know people are quite scared of curries because it's quite a lot of spices yeah. and they're kind of afraid of the process because it takes a long time and... just shout out to my mother-in-law at this point <laughs> ah okay yeah. well there is a uh, chicken tikka masala in there that is made with tomato soup and wow. yeah and it, it's so simple and it's so mm. easy and it takes a lot of the kind of cooking down process out of it and it's like you can get a curry on the table in 40 minutes and that's what it's all and and wow, I had okay. a friend who had never fed her kids curry and she I said well bring them over let's see what and now they're like nope we just want Nadia's curry which is great <laughs> Amazing. She's clever, isn't she? I think yeah. she, there, there might be a career for her in Maybe. this cooking thing. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Might take off for you, I think, keep, at some keep point. Keep plugging away, dear. Just, I will you keep know, trying. Write a list of all the things you want to do. Yes. In summary, yeah. those list makers can go, can go do one. We're not, we're not going to start doing it. <laughs> we're them. not doing this. You make us tense. We're just going to have to agree to disagree. Thank you so much, Nadia Hussain, for being here today. Thank you. Everybody, go out and enjoy Nadia's British Food Adventure. It is beautiful and it really makes you want to cook absolutely everything absolutely. in the movie. And uh, thank you for listening to Glamour Hey, It's Okay, you guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.